Welcome to the It Just Works podcast. I'm your host, Ryan. I hope all of you are having a great week so far. I am happy, I guess, to be recording this for the third time. Um, for whatever reason, like the first 16 minutes of the episode just sound like I'm underwater and I have no idea why that happened. And the other, you know, the other part of the show sounds really good. So there might be a audio quality issue if you listen to the whole thing. I do apologize for that. Um... I, I just, I have no idea why it happened. So I hope you guys are able to play some games right now in your free time. I hope you're doing great. Uh, thank you for your support of the show. I always appreciate it. And, the, you know, be sure to check out the Core Collective podcast. It's my second podcast if you haven't heard about it yet. Uh, it's all about music. Uh, right now we have an introduction episode, uh, top five records, a data remember episode, uh, and then recently a Dance Gavin Dance episode with you know future episodes coming out so be sure to check that out uh it's a great show i'm very proud of it and excited to continue recording for it uh so it's definitely a departure from the show but i think uh it'll be great if you're into post-hardcore music um pop punk you know we're gonna talk about bands that are obviously outside of those genres but it's definitely a good start uh to your day you know it's, it comes out on bi-weekly so it's uh every other monday so it's a good way to start your week if you haven't checked it out yet so yeah, thank you for supporting that show. Thank you for supporting this show. You know who you are, Cody, Priscilla, you know, Eric, Casual Gamer, Alex, Jarrett, um, just just so many people, Jess, Brandon, you know, thank you to everyone. You know who you are. Uh, I just really appreciate all you guys. So yeah, today we have a variety of topics for you that I wanted to go over. And one of them just happened today. The Embracer Group had purchased uh, Crystal Dynamics and Eidos Montreal and Square Enix Montreal from Square Enix. <laughs> uh, so they work on Deus Ex, Gex the Gecko, and Tomb Raider. So now they own that part of the company. Uh, and I think acquisitions are fun. Um, they've been happening very consistently in the gaming industry lately. So um, at the end of the day, I just hope it benefits the gamers, of course. And then no matter what, the developers and their livelihood, you know, hopefully they just get the financial support they need to continue making games, but still have that creative freedom. Uh, that is one of my favorite things about the Microsoft, you know, Xbox uh, acquisitions. They're still letting developers make the games that they want and just giving them the money to do it. So at the end of the day, I think that's the way it should be. Uh, but for any of those who know these developers, Marvel's Avengers and Guardians of the Galaxy were not part of this acquisition. So we will see how it goes. But the umbrella that em Embracer Group has is like Darksiders, you know, THQ Nordic, uh, Deep Silver, Saints Row. So they definitely have some big titles out there. So, you know, we'll just have to see how it plays out. But like I said, I think acquisitions can be very great. Um, it just depends on how, you know, uh, who, however the buyer allows the developers to run the show. Um, very quick one there for you. Um, when I, when I recorded this the first time, I felt like I made it too long talking about, excuse me, like developers and games that, you know, people probably don't even play that much. But speaking of people who like to buy studios and acquisitions, Xbox has revealed that the Xbox Bethesda showcase will be, um, releasing June 12th at 10 a.m. Pacific standard time. So you're definitely going to want to go ahead and mark your calendars for that. There is no E3 this year, so you can imagine that every major publisher will probably have their own showcase type of event, and it's easily one of my favorite times of the year for video games. Uh, it's just great to get all these news and announcements, uh, some that you may have predicted or some surprises here and there. Uh, I would say over the last generation, they are more predictable and not so surprising for the most part, so I'm, ho I'm hoping that we continue this trend of 
really trying to innovate and make more interesting titles uh, in the future. So, yeah, I kind of want to just dive into what I hope gets announced. Um, obviously, uh, you know, I think last year was great, but they didn't really show that much Halo Infinite. But obviously we have the game now and understand that there's a, a lack of content that was there. Um, but, yeah, so... Uh, obviously, it's wishful thinking. Whatever I talk about, nothing's confirmed, nothing's rumored. Um, besides Starfield, of course, uh, that will be there. Um, but yeah, so I want to see maybe an ODST sequel, you know, with uh, Alpha 9, so that's Buck Squad. I think that'd be really cool. Any type of Flood expansion or DLC for the campaign in Halo Infinite. Um, they're on the Zeta Halo ring, so I'd love to see what they do there. Um, geez, uh, Halo Wars three. I think Halo Wars three would be fantastic. I thought Halo Wars two had a really good campaign. I wish there was more blur cutscenes. Um, that was kind of disappointing. The lack of cutscenes in that game, as opposed to the first one. But I thought the multiplayer was great. I just think they need to come up with just a little bit more strategies within the units for multiplayer, and they'll probably you know keep the keep the game alive a little bit longer. Um. I would say spawnable NPCs and create in a crazy forge showcase. I do think that is possible to get a nice forge um, offering from this presentation. It's a very huge thing. You know, it's, a, it's massive in the Halo franchise. Uh, people are really good at coming up with their own maps and game modes, and then maybe like a firefight announcement. Uh, we'll definitely have to see how that goes. Obviously, the lack of content's been really rough in Halo Infinite, and season two is gonna you know span about six months out. So. Uh, just got to be hopeful there and kind of wish for the best, but uh, we'll see how it plays out. Um, I also, you know, EA, Electronic Arts, and Xbox usually partner up with some announcements or just uh, gameplay reveals. So I do hope that we get a Star Wars Jedi Fallen 2, Fallen Order 2 announcement. Uh, I think the game was fantastic. It was one of the best last generation games that we've gotten. It's one of the best Star Wars games we've gotten since like the Force Unleashed um, I know the Battlefront games are like better after all their updates and stuff, but I just they don't I don't even think they compare, you know, realistically, you know, as launch titles compared to their um, counterparts from back in the day from pandemic games. But uh, yeah, Jedi Fallen Order. I thought the campaign was great. The gameplay, the power, you know, the force abilities. I would like to see all of that expanded on uh, definitely some dueling. I don't know why we don't have like a jedi dueling type game or like a game mode within you know these type of games like heroes versus villains and battlefront 2 is like it's cool but not really i don't know i i think it's cool that it's in the game i think it's important um but it's not what i'm looking for necessarily so i would like to see uh that kind of expanded upon in jedi fallen order 2 um i don't know what capacity that may be in but i think it would be a really great addition to the game uh, Alex, you know, weighed in on what he'd like to see. Uh, he says Starfield, which we are going to see a lot of Starfield. The logo for the presentation is Starfield's logo. So I, I would say at least imagine maybe like a five to 15 minute presentation on it. I just, I know it's kind of a, a good length, but I think it should be between 10 and 20 minutes. Like show these damn games off. Uh, we haven't got the gameplay reveal yet, so there's been a lot of leaks, so if you've seen the leaks, you kind of know some things, but I'm really hoping for a lot of fun gameplay. Um, it's supposed to be like Skyrim in space, so I think there's a lot of potential there. 
Uh, he also says Morrowind or New Vegas remaster, and then in his words, other shit. Uh, I think it would be cool for Bethesda to look at their backlog of games. They have such a good catalog to go through and remaster a few of them. You know, Elder Scrolls Six doesn't come out till maybe 20, 2024 to twenty twenty six. Fallout Five hasn't even been announced, and then we obviously got Starfield coming out this year. So I think there's room for some great titles to be. Uh, re-released. Uh, Indiana Jones is going to be coming out from Machine Games, but we haven't even seen anything about that besides this announcement, so hopefully that's good. Uh, you know, there's community members out there working on Sky Oblivion, so they're making Oblivion, completely remaking it inside of Skyrim's like current you know engine that they released, so it would be cool if Bethesda just hired the, this crew of fans and just paid them to make a uh, a full-fledged remake of these some of these games and give them the resources that they need financially and then you know make it for all the consoles and stuff i just think uh, i think it'd be such a huge hit and i'd love to play a remastered version of new vegas so uh hopefully we get something that alex wants maybe you know he probably wants like a third doom game he likes the doom games uh jared wants he chimed in as well starfield so we kind of talked about that i'm hoping that the starfield showcase is great but he also talks about fable so playground games is making fable we've talked about it before on the podcast i am cautiously optimistic for the game but once again we haven't seen anything besides conceptual trailers and you know you know how that goes i don't you know cg trailers are cool but not really (laughs) i think once you get past like the announcement there's like Sure, if you're, like, promoting, like, this beautiful animation, then I get it. But if, like, you don't show gameplay at all and you only do CGI, then you suck. So hopefully uh, we see some great announcements from Playground Games. They're just a fantastic studio. Uh, he also says Elder Scrolls Six. So, yeah, like, the last, the announcement trailer was, you know, a, like, a pan over Tamriel. And they're showing some of the regions in Tamriel. And then they showed the title card for Elder Scrolls Six. I would like to see any type of concept trailer that just gives us an idea of what enemies we may be fighting, just anything at all. So um, I am curious to see what Elder Scrolls 6 is going to be all about. But he also says the Forza Motorsport showcase. So yeah, I mean, it's pretty much getting rebooted by Turn 10 Studios, I would imagine. Uh, I would love to see Forza Motorsport come back. If you you know, if you know, uh, historically, racing games are the best way to see the graphical fidelity of your console and the true power the console has. And Forza Motorsport's no slouch at this, and I, I would love to see Forza go off. So yes, please, please, please show Forza, show us some gameplay, give us a release date this year. I think it'd become uh, come out October. I think it's uh, historically September or November, but November is Starfield, so I don't think Xbox wants to compete with themselves technically. So we'll have to see how that goes. I know they're different genres, but they're both pretty popular titles, so I don't know if they'd want to compete against themselves that quick. Uh, And then Jared also puts or new content for Halo and Skyrim. So yeah, definitely new content for Halo would be fantastic. Uh, We are getting Season 2 as of yesterday. Uh, As you guys are hearing this, I'm recording this on Monday. Um... So hopefully season two is good. We'll get into Halo in a bit. Uh, and then new content for Skyrim. Yeah, I would love to see more Creation Club mods um, be added to the game. You know, more storylines that fans have created. Maybe crossover content like Master Chief's armor, the Energy Sword. Uh, for the Nintendo Switch version, they officially added Link's Breath of the Wild tunic to the game. And then also the Hylian Shield. And then you can get the Master Sword as well. So it would be cool to see a crossover in Skyrim, you know, for role-playing purposes. It'd be cool to play as Chief. I did it on a mod way back in the day, and I gotta tell you, it was actually pretty badass. I think I had, 
I was playing as Chief. I had the Master Sword. Um, I actually like took a picture of one of my figures back in the day too, like this. Uh, I had Captain America's shield. I was holding the Master Sword, and then I was wearing Master Chief's armor from Halo Three. Uh, it was badass. <laughs> so. Uh, I just think it'd be really cool to see that really fleshed out. Um, I love crossovers. I am just an absolute sucker for them. Um, yeah. So we'll see how that goes. But moving on, uh, Halo Infinite Season 2 is out now. Be sure to check it out if you haven't. The Battle Pass is going to be 10 bucks. You can complete it now you know, as you play the game. Or you can complete it years from now and be able to still come back and earn you know, the rewards this battle pass does have different levels of rewards. You are going to be able to earn in-game currency that basically pays for your battle pass back, which then you can put towards the next one or items in the shop. And that's the industry standard as it should be. Uh, it's a great way. Um, the season pass looks great. They showed all the rewards besides 50 and 51. They played some random hack type of trailer. And I don't know where that's from. Um, so... The trailer didn't reveal too much besides some audio, but I think they were covering up Master Chief's Gen 3 armor, which is the armor he's wearing in Halo Infinite. It is going to be an armor we get to wear uh, via one of the Halo Infinite leak Twitters I follow, Twitter pages I follow. Uh, Whoever runs it has been very consistent, and so I do believe them that we will be getting that armor. And I uh, I think the armor being 50 and 51, you know, depending on what it is, is pretty cool. So I think like the outfit will probably be chief because now they have outfits in the game and then you actually get to unlock the armor at 50. I don't know. I'm curious to see what 51 and 50 are in the rewards pass. I don't know anything. The, the gen three armor is confirmed, but it doesn't mean it's confirmed in the shop or the rewards. We just don't know yet. So take that with a grain of salt. Uh, you know, they had the community stream. Joseph Staten was on it. You know, everyone was on it. Sketch, Unicheck, um, uni, uh, fantastic people. Um, they all apologize. They all called themselves out for what every fan basically feels right now. And I really do appreciate stuff like that. Uh, it absolutely means a lot to me. Um, it just reminds me of a master chief collection all over again, where they finally just said, listen, we, we messed up. We're going to work tirelessly to correct the things that they did wrong. And they did with MCC for the most part, uh, that game and the journey it's had to where it's at today is, absolutely astonishing uh it's fucking fantastic if you haven't played it since it's horrible launch please pick it up go play it again you'll be surprised at how much content is there so it kind of reminds me of and this is where i'm gonna probably cut into my other audio so if it feels off i apologize but that audio is crispy clean and it's the rest of the podcast but it basically feels like don matrick you know when it Went from him in the Xbox One and how terrible it was to Phil Spencer. And I feel like Joseph Staden is our Phil Spencer. And, you know, having those type of people back in 343, you know, people who love this franchise for what it is. They don't want to change everything about it because that's what 343 wanted to do. Really bring it back to its roots with the graphics, just art style, gameplay, everything about it, um, I think is the way we need to go. And I think that's the path we're heading on. And now we're at the point where I'm just going to cut into my old audio. Once again, if it feels a little off, I apologize. But thank you so much for your patience. And uh, yeah, let's get to it. Okay, I am back. So yeah, it just feels like this moment where, you know, the studio is getting back to the roots of Halo. We did find out recently that 343 was, you know, whoever was running it at the time, you know, um, 
aside from Bonnie Ross, Frank O'Connor, and whoever else was in charge, Kiki Wolfkill. Um, you know, I don't know if those are the only players who made these executive decisions, but they definitely wanted to not so much rehire all the Bungie employees, but, you know, start fresh and, you know, give fresh ideas to the Halo franchise. And I do think things need to change or evolve over time. I don't disagree with that one bit, but I think like the changes 343 made to an extent are just so stupid and I just don't understand why, um, but there, there is pros in there, you know, like they didn't do everything wrong. I'm not one of those people, but it is nice to see them, you know, you know, that's one of the reasons why I like Halo Infinite, you know, it's like, it's nice to see them go back to the roots, whether it's the art style, the music, the gameplay, just so much about these games needed to go back to what Bungie did. I know it, you know, it sucks for some newer fans to probably hear that from older fans all the time, but Listen, they, they figured it out. They figured out the formula. And I'm not saying you have to copy them, but it's like if they already figured a lot of it out, why change some of it? Like, why change the art style? You know, if you look at Halo 4 and 5, they're so different looking than Halo 3 or 2. And a lot of the guns, like some of the weapon designs, like, why even do that? Like, just go make a new gun and call it something else. Or I don't know. Just some decisions were stupid along the way. So I am excited. And I that's why I love Halo Infinite. Because I feel like it's really coming back to what made Halo what it was. <laughs> Unfortunately, there's a lack of content there. You know, uh, Halo 1 probably had more content at launch than Halo Infinite. Um, and Halo, you know, Halo Combat of All, that's all it had. But uh, I, do, I do feel for these people, you know, like the developers... I know so many of them work really hard out there. Uh, I just hope that they continue on their word, which I really do believe. And we bring this franchise back. You know, Halo, the, the Halo Championship Series was in Kansas City this past weekend. And the max I saw the stream at was 78,000 viewers. So that's a lot. <laughs> uh, granted, Halo, Halo Pro gaming is like it's fucking really fun to watch it's quite the event i recommend it if you ever get a chance uh but it was really nice to see that many people watching um i'm sure there's a bunch of negative people in there i get it you know a lot of people are upset with where their franchise stands and you know i think they have the right to their opinion but um there is also a lot of positivity and i do think that this franchise is going to be great it just sucks that you know just like any other game in the last generation and, and unfortunately now uh, we have to wait a year and a half until it's the game it should have been at launch. So I get the, I get that burnout from people, but I can say that season two looks great. I think the armor looks great. I think the rewards are going to be great. I haven't seen the shop because that comes out. It came out yesterday as you guys are hearing this, but I haven't touched it yet. Uh, on the community stream, they did go through all of the rewards, but however, when it hit uh, rewards 50 and 51 some weird hack like video um, came up so we don't know what that's from but it was a nice little teaser because they all joked about it on twitter afterwards so we don't know what that is um, i did see somewhere i think it was from a twitter page that i pretty much trust they've been pretty accurate with their information that we are getting master chief's armor uh, from the campaign so that's the mark 7 gen 3 armor i'm sorry wait no I don't know. Mark six, Gen three. I don't know. It's one of his, it's his armor <laughs> from Halo infinite. We are actually going to get that in Halo infinite multiplayer, which to me is amazing. Cause uh, his halo four and five armor was never added. I don't understand that, but it wasn't. Um, so yeah, <laughs> sorry. 
uh, got sidetracked. But yes, uh, I do think there is a lot of hope for this game. The new maps look great. The new game modes are going to be cool. We got Last Spartan Standing, which is going to be you know free for all on big team battle maps. Every kill you get, so it's like gun game, and I forgot what it's called in uh, Counter Strike. But every weapon or every kill you get, your weapon changes, and you have five lives. You know, in the whole match, so last Spartan standing wins. I think there's going to be a lot of replayability with that game mode. King of the Hills coming back, and several other game modes. So, I think we're in for a treat, but it just sucks that we had to wait so long. So, like season two is going to be another six long, six six month long season, and I do think that's incredibly unfortunate. One, that's one of the things I said in one of the discords I'm in. I just think it's. Um, that was something that they couldn't afford to do. And then unfortunately that's what they're doing. Um, so that I was pretty bummed out about honestly, more than anything, because I'm okay with like, I understand that we're not going to get a, like a juicy, ridiculous amount of content, you know, streamlined and, you know, until the end of the year and moving forward. But I was still hoping for a little bit more, um, before we move on to something else, I did see some gameplay of co-op, you know, split screen, co-op and forge screenshots it looks fantastic uh once again it's ridiculous that co-op didn't you know uh wasn't available at launch or replaying missions those are all coming out um halfway through season five hopefully but uh i, th- I think it does look promising and I'm, I'm very hopeful for that so uh before i f- move on to other stuff congrats to the sentinels pro team they won the kansas city grand finals I was hoping Optic Gaming would have won, but uh, it was a really great tournament, and those guys came back pretty strong. So, uh, what we got? What we got? Star Wars Classics, yes. So, I started replaying Star Wars The Clone Wars, the original Xbox game that was also available on PS2, GameCube, and, of course, PC. Um, I used to play it on my GameCube all the time when I was a kid, but I was replaying it this week, and I fucking loved it. The game kind of holds up well, but then kind of doesn't, but it actually looks good when it's got the FPS boost on the Series X. Um, kind of, it doesn't look bad. So I recommend that if you've never played it. I'm a huge fan of the Republic gunship from the Clone Wars era, and you basically just get to fly it in that game and do some really cool shit. Um, kind of remind, like, I always compared it to, like, the Pelican in Halo, so it's always cool when you get to fly the gunship in any of the Star Wars games. Uh, but it's a really great game, and I love anything from like the Clone Wars era. It's like my favorite era from Star Wars. Um, so yeah, that was really fun. But uh, Star Wars: The Force Unleashed also came out recently on the Switch. It's a re-released, up-resed, and frame rate version of the Wii version of this game. So it plays a little bit differently, and you can still use motion controls, or you can switch to your classic controls. Um, I didn't know this, but uh, the Wii version had a dual mode. Um, you can only play with the Joy-Con, so I wasn't able to test it very well. And you can't play against a bot. You can only play against a friend. So I haven't tested it yet for because it's only local multiplayer. But uh, for 20 bucks, I think this game is worth your time if you've never played the originals. Um, if you want to see a really fun, different, like awesome Star Wars story, then please check this game out. So uh, Aspire Ma- Media keeps re-releasing all these old games. So hopefully Clone Wars is next because I'd love to have that on my Switch. But yeah, Star Wars, The Force Unleashed is 20 bucks now on the Switch. And then uh, speaking of Switch and just having a good time on this console, the Nintendo Switch Sports came out on Friday last week, and I, I bought it on Saturday. I never actually remember playing like Nintendo Wii Sports, you know, Wii Sports Resort, any of that kind of stuff. But I, I bought this game. I was very excited to get it. 
And I got to tell you, it's worth your money. Uh, just go buy it. I think it's like 50 bucks. It's got bowling, badminton, tennis, soccer, uh, volleyball, and then Chambra? Chahambra? I don't know. It's the sword fighting. And then golf will be added later in the year. So uh, it's got ranked modes as well as coming. You know, thanks. Uh, shout out to Trevor for letting us know about that. But it's got online, local, and then you can local with friends. It's it's amazing. Um, I've been playing online. Uh, it's really fun to play this game with other people. Uh, the game is just really fun in general. So uh, I highly recommend it. But I got a funny little story for you guys about this to close this episode out. Uh, apparently, uh, people are breaking their TVs. So as reported by VGC, an unfortunate Twitch streamer has already broken his television while playing Nintendo Switch Sports, losing his grip on his Joy-Con and accidentally throwing it at the screen. Six, 63 man had been in the middle of playing doubles tennis on the weekend when his casual backhand went horribly wrong and the red controller slipped from his hand, his right hand and shot at, towards his TV and broke it. So yeah, that's a little unfortunate. Um, I uh, I need to get the straps for my Joy-Cons. I, I found the one, um, so that was cool, but I need to find the one for the left hand or the left Joy-Con. So uh, I don't want to, I don't want to break my TV, but yeah, so be careful. If you play this game, don't break your monitor or TV. That's a possibility out there. Uh, but ultimately guys, I really hope you enjoy this episode. It's, it's fun. I do enjoy just like logging on to my computer and looking up topics and going over them. It is so much fun. Uh, just keep an eye out for future episodes. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the Elden Ring one with Alex. Shout out to Alex for that one. If you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. I think, I think we do dive into some fantastic topics with Elden Ring. Unfortunately, I didn't take notes as I was playing the game. So if I do sound like I forgot a lot, I unfortunately actually did. So I, I do apologize for that. But thank you guys so much for listening to the show. Be sure to check us out on Instagram. I got my link tree in the description of the show. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please consider following us and, and rating the show, subscribing. Uh, that helps the podcast grow a lot, and it mean a lot to me. So thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you have a great week, and I can't wait to talk to you again on the next episode. Bye.
What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.